You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 173. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? Today we're going to talk about opportunity overwhelm. So if you're one of those people who has all of these ideas in your head just rolling around about something you want to do, some direction that you want to take your life, whether it's writing a book or starting a business or starting a new workout routine, whatever it is, I want you to really listen to this episode because if you're not taking action in the way that you want to take action and you find yourself in overwhelm thinking that you don't know what to do, you don't know where to start, that you're taking the wrong kinds of action, this episode is going to help you get some clarity. And I want to let you know that if you have a ton of ideas about what you want to do in your life, you have an advantage over so many people who have absolutely no clue. They've never cultivated any ideas like this. And if you're one of those people who just doesn't have any ideas, this episode is going to be perfect for you too because you're going to get some of those ideas. I'm going to give you some examples. So I've talked about making a decision in a podcast before, and so I'm going to link to that in the show notes. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 173. I'm going to link to the decision podcast, and I'm also going to link to last week's podcast, which is very relevant to this one. So if you haven't listened to either of those after you listen to this one, I highly recommend that you go back and you listen to those. So here's the thing. We are lawyers. We've got a ton of skills. We've got a ton of interests. A lot of us have been, you know, fortunate enough to see the world, to really like get our mind around concepts that are fascinating to us. Like I have always found art fascinating. I've always found music and film and all of those things just so fascinating. And when we are trying to discover a direction for us that we want to find fulfillment in, it can feel overwhelming and we get into indecision, which wastes a lot of time, wastes a lot of energy, and feels horrible. So the very first thing that I want to share with you is that no action that we take is going to create fulfillment in us. Yeah, you heard that right. No action that we take will fulfill us. We create fulfillment with our thoughts about the things that we pursue. So for instance, if you are not feeling fulfilled in what you are doing right now, you have thoughts that are incredibly unfulfilling. (laughs) And like, it has nothing to do with your current state of your job. And I know it's really hard to hear that when, if you're in a position where you don't like your uh, profession, but I will tell you this, I was in that position and I created the thoughts, I focused my attention on what was fulfilling in that job, 
even before I made the leap to decide to leave the law job. And I knew I needed to get really clean with that because I would take my unfulfilling thoughts and I could bring them to any career that I chose. So I wanted to clean up my thoughts and I have. So if you are feeling unfulfilled, this episode isn't about like leapfrogging from one job to another or leapfrogging from one goal to another. This is about really just having some fun and seeing what lights you up. Because if you are feeling unfulfilled, it's 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 because of your thoughts and it's because you haven't been cultivating those interests that can like align with who you are. And a lot of times we do something for, you know, any period of time and we discover later on that that particular job, that particular action that we're taking doesn't light us up in the way that we thought it would or it's something that didn't quite align with our values and so that's why we're searching for something else. There's this tug that is taking us in a different direction. So I'm going to share with you what I experienced and what I have seen and start to give you some ideas about how you can use all of this creative potential that your brain has and start to take advantage of those opportunities that you're seeing, those interests that you're seeing, and try them. Not be overwhelmed by them, but just to try them, to have fun with them. So before I give you an exercise to help you, I want to tell you two quote-unquote reasons why most people will never do what I'm going to share with you. That's right, they will never do it. Do not let these thoughts get in the way of you living your life to its fullest potential, to you finding something that is so amazing that you just click with it, that you're just like, yes, like all of my skills, all of my talents, they just mesh with this job, with this thing that I love doing. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it is doing something like coaching, right? Like I love getting to talk to people. I love asking questions. I love being able to help guide someone in a way that is totally from the inside because I'm never telling anyone what to do. I'm asking them so they can find those answers within themselves and they start to guide themselves and grow in ways that they never imagined possible. I love being able to help people with that. And that's something that, you will find if you don't have it already and you want to like cultivate more of that, you know, then start doing some of these things that I'm talking about and don't do these two things. So the very first thing people do that gets them totally tripped up and they don't do these, the the exercise that I'm going to share with you, they get stuck in their mind thinking they need to make the right choice or they're going to waste time and resources. I will share with you that I totally started spinning out on this. This was like five years ago, and I was just starting to figure out what a business was online and learning about all these different online skills. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm spending so much money on learning about online marketing? Like, what am I doing? And like, is this even what I should be doing? I had all these questions in my head, but I had to get over that. I had to just go with it and I found it interesting and I just kept going and I'm so glad that I did because it cascaded into all of these these net positives that I could not foresee in the future. If you stay stuck here, if you believe that the thought is true that you need to make the quote unquote right choice right now, 
you're just going to waste time spinning in indecision. You're going to start wasting your resources instead on frivolous things because you're going to be buffering. You are going to be trying to avoid negative feelings. That's what buffering is. So you'll go online and you'll buy clothes and expensive cars instead of focusing your resources on one outlet that can bring you fulfillment. I'm so happy that I spent the money that I did on the business online resources that I did. Because if I didn't do that, I mean, I would have spent the money somewhere else, but that money that showed me some potential ideas and it actually got me into coaching. I had no idea what coaching was. I would not have been able to tell you anything about it or what the heck a coach was until I started entering that world. So it, you just don't see the net benefits until you just start taking action. And so I'm not just talking about monetary resources. I'm also talking about other resources like your attention. Your attention is on a phone, how people think of you, on the evening news, instead of something that can fulfill you in ways social media and other people simply can't. And I'm talking about the attention that you choose to give different thoughts in your head too. Attention is powerful. So ask yourself, where is your attention? Is your attention on the voice in your head telling you it's impossible, you need to pick the right thing, this is the wrong idea? Or is your attention on the voice that says, let's go, the voice that's saying, let's try this? Now, the voice that tells you, let's try this, probably sounds like a whisper because you haven't given it your attention. It's up to you to cultivate it and pay attention to it, to give energy to it. It's like you're growing a garden. Right? So you can move in the direction you want to go. That's why I believe so strongly in the power of coaching. Because without it, I would never have cultivated that whisper telling me to keep going. I would never have been able to decide to, decide to make the decisions I needed to build my coaching practice and leave my law job. And it helped me place more attention on the whispers inside instead of paying attention to all the baloney that was always <laughs> going through my head before that. So if you don't pay attention to the whispers before you know it, you've spent years feeling unfulfilled and you begin to believe that that's what life is supposed to be. You work hard, then you die. Like how many times have you told your dreams later? Like, well, now's not a good time. It's never a good time. If it's not a good time now, it's definitely not going to be a good time tomorrow. So just remind yourself when you see this happening in your brain that your brain is delaying right? You're getting into overwhelm. You're getting into, I don't, you know, oh, I'm a little scared. You know, your brain doesn't like anything new, but if you want to feel something different, you've got to take different actions. You've got to cultivate different thoughts. So cultivating, hey, let's try this. Let's do this. Let's go. Those are the thoughts that you want to begin cultivating instead of paying attention to the voice that's saying, oh, maybe later. I really start looking at this. Ask yourself, how long have you stayed in indecision instead of taking action on your dreams? My high school biochem teacher, Larry Nordell, would say, involvement precedes interests. And I don't think I really knew what he meant until I was coming back to work as a lawyer full-time after chemotherapy back in 2010. Like I knew 100% that I didn't want to feel stressed out anymore, and I was looking for, for fulfillment, what I didn't know was that my thoughts created that feeling of fulfillment. I didn't have that key piece. But what I did have is I had the ability to take action on things one at a time. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. Okay, the second thing that people let get in the way of taking action in the way that I'm going to share with you in the exercise is this. 
They tell themselves they don't have enough time. You've got to make time to cultivate interests. If you want to prioritize what you want in your life, or even finding out what lights you up, you must make time. You get one lifetime in this body. How do you want to use it? I was working as a full-time trial attorney constantly in court, having other cases besides the one trial I was in, and I was making time for something outside of the law, like one thing or another. Just try one of these things instead of watching TV or scrolling social media. I know you're doing those things, so be honest with yourself. Okay, here's the exercise you can do to either calm the opportunity overwhelm or start cultivating interests you never knew you had. All right, get out, unless you're in the car or something, right? Get out a piece of paper and a pen. Write down all the things you're capable of doing or even vaguely interest you. It doesn't matter what it is, okay? Just you have free reign here. This is all about having fun. It doesn't have to make you money. Just play. Maybe you want to become really good at playing poker. Maybe you want to be a real estate tycoon. I've been getting really interested in this. I don't have the money to invest in like the large real estate projects that I'm interested in, but I am learning about real estate to prepare myself, right? It's fun. I Maybe you want to be a painter, a tax attorney, a mediator, a professional karaoke singer. Did you know that's a thing? How about a professional bubble maker? There's a guy I saw online who was at a park making huge bubbles for his kids and parents loved it. They had him you know, play with their kids and then he made a business of it because everybody wanted to give him money for it. So, I mean, let your brain go wild here. This, this can just be fun for you. And allow yourself to play with the possibilities instead of stress out over them. Let this be easy. No pressure to change your life overnight. It just happens automatically anyway when you allow yourself to be open to possibility. When I decided to change everything for myself in 2010, I decided to say yes to everything, even if I'd never done it before. I didn't have to do it all at once. I'd just pick one thing, and if it clicked with me, awesome. So this is this is kind of the order of how it worked, right? I tried yoga. I really loved yoga, so I stuck with it. I tried painting, and I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll try oils and acrylics and watercolor and sketching. And then I did some meditation, pulling out my old flute and trying to play that again. I mixed teas and herbs. I tried cooking. I tried some journaling. I played guitar. I did some gardening. I mean, it was everything, right? And the mistake we make when getting into opportunity overwhelm is saying no to everything because we think we don't have time or we think it might not be the right thing to do for us instead of just having fun. And we don't want to try new things because we think we're not going to be good at them. Of course, we're not going to be good at them. They're brand new. Were you good at being a lawyer right away? If you were, please. Probably not, right? You probably made a lot of screw-ups in front of judges and coworkers and bosses and juries, and you just had to chalk it up to a learning experience. Allow yourself to stink at whatever you try at first. You don't have to keep doing it until you're like Jimmy Page playing the guitar or Meryl Streep acting, but give yourself a fair shot and don't just stop something because you're bad at it, quote-unquote bad, right? Because honestly... You know, I I play the guitar and no one probably wants to hear me play guitar, but I play it because I enjoy it. Now, can I go on stage? No, but can I enjoy it? Is it bring me tons of joy when I play it? Yes. 
When you try everything that calls to you, you learn what lights you up and what doesn't fit. You learn what aligns with what interests you and what doesn't align. And then you get the secret advantage of something most people don't know about, skill dividends. These secondary skills that you have, you had no clue that in the future where they were going to come in handy when you did find the thing that you wanted to devote your energy into. I'm going to share my experience about this, okay? So bear with me here because I'm going to start with an example that has no bearing on coaching and I'm going to tell you exactly how it led me to coaching. (laughs) So for example, I'm not super into cooking, but I got really into blending herbs and teas. I thought, gosh, this is really good. Like this is healthy for me. And I learned how to toast spices and I gave tea blends out to friends as gifts and it was super fun. And around the time I discovered that, I was only journaling sporadically, but one of the things I'd write down every so often were these bucket list items. And when I went through the journal I had, I saw multiple entries under bucket lists that said, start a business. And so when I saw that, that made me think, well, why am I not doing that? And I realized I was scared and I thought, Well, then that's something I need to do. Well, I would never have thought that I needed to pursue something that scared me for growth unless I had been doing yoga and hearing that over and over in my yoga sessions. That's like all they talk about, (laughs) it seems like, right? So the next thought I had was, well, what can I do as a business while working full-time as a lawyer? And I thought, well, I enjoy teas. I could sell those. So then I started learning everything I could about running an online business. And that took me into learning about marketing and business and business coaching and learning about people who did coaching as a profession. And then I hired a coach and I realized it was the best job ever. And it was exactly what fit with me. I loved teaching. I loved coaching, talking, marketing, and the challenge of managing my mind to make what I want happen. And I'm going to back this up even further and say I needed to go to law school to get all of the skills that I realized that I love. Like I love talking in front of a jury. I love teaching interns the ropes. It is so much fun. And that all aligned perfectly with coaching. But I would never have seen any of that if I hadn't have just started going. Just go to law school. Okay, now what? Now what? Now what? Like, what interests me? What calls to me? Like, I would not have been able to do what I'm doing now, leaving my law practice in order to coach full-time if I hadn't just followed my interests. If we allow ourselves to stay in opportunity overwhelm instead of deciding to choose one thing and just try it, and then another, and then another, we miss out on so much fun, and we miss out on so much opportunity dividends. So there doesn't have to be pressure to make the thing that you enjoy replace income. And I think at first I really did that with the tea. (laughs) I think I was really putting a lot of pressure on myself and it wasn't as fun. Um, I really love Elizabeth Gilbert's take on this, which is that we should not make our gift responsible for paying the bills. She didn't put pressure on herself to write to make money. If she did, the writing wouldn't have been as fun for her or flow as easily. And I mean, this is a huge deal for lawyers, right? Because we're always telling ourselves we don't have enough time, but I'm here to offer you, and this is what I do in my calendar masterclass. And if you haven't signed up for Saturday, let me plug it right now. If you're listening to this on September 23rd, on September 25th, 8 a.m. Pacific, I am holding my calendar masterclass. And if you are 
one of those lawyers who's telling yourself, I don't have enough time, sign up for this. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash calendar masterclass. That's dinacataldo.com forward slash calendar masterclass. If you're telling yourself that you don't have enough time, you've got to stop cultivating that thought because you will never create time with that thought. You will never make space for that thought. You will never make time for what interests you to pursue what lights you up with that thought. And I needed to learn that so that I could cultivate the time that I needed to build a coaching business while simultaneously being a criminal prosecutor full-time, taking care of an elderly mom and you know, doing all of the things that happen in life. So I want you to know it is possible for you. So one more thing to keep in mind, even if you are steadily working towards your goal, you can still allow opportunities to overwhelm you and take you off course. And that's one reason having a coach is so helpful. We don't always see that a shiny object is stealing our focus. We think it like feels right, right? Like, oh, this is this is nice, right? But really, when we feel that urge, it's our brain's way of avoiding discomfort as it works towards a goal. Because when we are getting traction towards a goal, or even if we're not, but usually like, you know, the the plane shakes, like when you're going at these maximum altitudes, right? And then right before you hit the sound barrier, it's shaking the most, and then you boom, you go right through the sound barrier. So I want you to know that if your brain is doing that, like if you have a goal and you notice yourself being distracted by shiny objects, that this is totally normal and you've just got to refocus your brain on the goal. Um, and I'm going to do a totally separate podcast on these false opportunities to dive in deeper on that topic because I see it come up in my coaching sessions sometimes and you just need a little bit of a tweak when that happens. So if you need help organizing your thoughts, making a decision and learning how to focus your attention on a goal, that is what I help my clients with. Book a call with me at dinacataldo.com and go to the work with me tab. Sign up for a strategy session and let's talk. Okay, I hope you have a lovely rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.